0: Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been around? Uh, well, let me start off this way. I was uh, looking at something. And you know me. When I see a certain article or some type of uh, YouTube or Facebook article or announcement of somebody speaking on something, I think it, it can be uh, uh, relevant to my podcast or And some importance, I I try to talk about that. So what I want to do on this 15 minute quick topic, I want to talk about a few, uh, uh, several uh, incidents and topics that uh, I just want to get out there. Uh, Hello, everyone. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show. I was listening to this, uh, this young man. I don't know if he, uh, used to be a, uh, former gang member or, or what. I don't want to put that out there, but, but I don't know. But, uh, I forgot his name. I'm bad with names, but I see him. I, 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 I have listened to him quite a few times. I don't listen to him a long time because of the language and, and, uh, uh, the, uh, f- the cussing and stuff like that. I, I, I just don't like listening to a lot of that, you know, but, if it makes sense, if the person, even though his 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 uh language is kind of filthy at times or he might cuss or she might cuss or something like that. And if and if it's short, I would deal with it, because that's how a lot of people in the hood or I'm not going to say the ghetto, but I'm just going to say in the hood. uh. Whether you're black or white, but I'm just particularly going to say black. That's the way we roll. That's the way a lot of uh blacks roll, young and old. They have a certain lingo. They have a certain language. Uh, you might call it ebonics or whatever like that. You know, it's it's a certain slang, the way we talk, and I mean we, the way we talk, and we wasn't born that way, nothing like that. We, it, it's just a culture thing that we have. Uh. We have developed uh, by living in a certain environment, you know, by living in a certain culture. It's like a culture, a language, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, countries and cities and states and stuff like that. Uh, depends where you grew up. It has a certain language uh, that they they speak. They they use certain uh, I don't know what to say, certain uh languages or certain uh phrases that they use. Something like that, you know. Like I can't even get my words out now. But it's certain phrases what they use to get their point across or something like that. A lot of them don't make sense, but some some of these uh some of them do make a lot of sense, even though they use it in a slang in a hood type of way. Well anyway, this young man was talking about uh Growing up in the hood. Now, I'm just paraphrasing. He didn't say this word by word, but growing up in the hood, the black neighborhood and growing up in the hood. It's it's almost like a difference of growing up in the hood and staying in the hood, growing. I'm going to put it in this way, growing up in the hood and staying in the hood because you grew up in the hood. Do that. Does that mean you have to stay in the hood? You, You see what I'm saying? Because you talk a certain way, does that mean you have to stay, continue to talk that way? Is it a time when it's okay to try something new? Is it a time that it's okay to get out of the hood? Is it ever a time for a black man, since I'm talking about a black man, to, uh, try to work on his vocabulary or her vocabulary. Is there ever a time for the black American that grew up in the hood and grew up in the streets to try to get out of that, get out of that lifestyle or that type of culture or they, we supposed to stay in that culture because that's, that is us. That's part of our culture. We should not leave it. We need to stay that way. What, what, what do you think? Is there a time to get out of it or do we think do are we supposed to stay? Is it OK to want to change? Is it OK to want to get out the hood? Is it is it OK or when is it OK to try to change your ways? Is that a time or season or something like that? What do you think? Now, this is what I think. When is the time to try to get out the hood? Whereas a lot of crime, it might be gang banging and drug dealing and prostitution and stuff like that. When is the time to try? Remember, I said try. Now Some people have a hard time. They can't do it right away. But when is the time to try to get out of that environment? Do you owe do you owe your fellow black men and women? Do you owe them anything by staying there, staying in that type of environment and this type of culture. Do you owe your black hood brothers and sisters anything? Do we owe them anything? Uh, you, you understand what I'm trying to say? When will, uh, will it ever be the time that it's okay to leave the hood? That's a question I think a lot of people should ask themselves. And some people sometimes want someone to answer it for it. And you know me, I like to speak for myself because I grew up in the hood. Like I said, the hood, not the ghetto. That's that's a difference And my book, not the ghetto. Ghetto seems like it's poor and it's impoverished and bad housing. No, I just grew up in the hood. And we had some pretty decent middle class families, black families in the hood. But it was still... Poor people, not a lot, but it was still gang banging. It was still, you know, you know, prostitution. It was still, you know, just slang talk and stuff like that in the Morgan Park, Calumet Park area I grew up in. And uh, the next few segments, you know, fifteen minutes or whatever, I'm, I'm gonna be talking about different things. I just want to hit on this: when is the time to get out of it? Now, my story is kind of mm, unique in a way. First of all, I was brought up in a decent family. Uh, a family of 11, 10. my older sister left earlier, my step-sister Levon. and but it was in the hood. I grew up in the hood and everything with a big, large family, stuff like that. My mom and dad had done, done the best they could to bring me up, etc. and stuff like that, you know, and my mom and dad was two different cultures themselves. You know my dad went through college my mom only went through the sixth grade, so that was different but anyway, you know I grew up at, I grew up okay they took care of me and they took a, a, a care of all of us, my brothers and sisters the best way they could Now, I make uh, fast forward i done the hood thing I, I talked it, I walked it and everything like that even though I was taught better. I still got caught up in the hood because it was the hood. It was the hood, you know, and that's the it was the culture that's around, you know, and uh, I still got caught up in it. Not because I looked for it and chose it. My situation was different because of my in- introvertness and stuff like that. But I'm not going to talk about that. Well, anyway, I grew up in the hood and I, I, I gang banged. I drank. I got high and stuff like that. Now, when was my decision? When did I come to the point that I said, I, I want to get out of the hood? I want to do better. I don't remember the the year and or or whatever like that, but let me see. I must say, hmm, maybe I felt I could do it myself at an early age. I might I believe I was probably about uh, what seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, like that. When I had a desire, first of all, to have my own business, I had a desire to be an entrepreneur. I had a desire uh to just move on and do something different. Even in those banging days I had that desire to want to do better. I all I, I often felt that I can get out of that environment and do better. Even with all my mental struggles and stuff like that, I often felt that I can do better And get out of that environment, you know, late on down the years, I was banging and stuff like that or whatever in in the hood. And I got a little comfortable and complacent in that lifestyle of gang banging, drinking, et cetera, and different things like that. You know, I got kind of comfortable in that lifestyle. That was my culture. That was the hood. That was the lifestyle, the homies and stuff like that. And it was only certain ones I hung around to late on down the line when I got the bang and I knew more. But it was only a certain group of people that I hung around that I consider really friends. Only a handful did I really consider friends. And one of them was my best friend called Greg, you know, Gregory Maps, Baby Hawk, you know. But I still had a little handful later on down the line. We all had our nicknames and Killer Joe, Baby Hawk, you know, Big Wheel Diamond, and Crow Somo. And, you know, those names I can name because there was only a few that I really hung around with that I can consider that was close friends, especially Greg Maps, who was passed away. Bless his heart now. He's passed away now. But anyway. Make a long story short. After a while, I got kind of burnt out and that my desire got even stronger that it was time for me to move on. The first time when I went to Job Corps, I stayed at the Job Corps a year and a half and stuff like that. Then when I came back, you know, the only thing about that, I wanted to change and I wanted to do better. I, I was I was one of the few that got a job. I wanted to do better. I went to Job Corps, but. My lifestyle didn't change when I went to Job Corps. I took my bang and even the Job Corps, so I was still doing a little bit there. Not a lot, but a little bit there in uh, Job Corps. When I came back home, I continued to do the same thing, get hired, drink, and bang, and stuff like that. Continued to do the same thing, see? And uh, so, the major- uh, not the majority, but a, a big part of my life, I was out there in the hood. I, I, a large part of my life, I was to myself, especially my younger years. I kept to myself because my, my struggles with uh, MDD that I know now, stuff like that. But I, I'm not going to talk about that now. But when I started getting into banging and really hanging out, stuff like that, you know, I, uh, I was getting high and I was drinking and stuff like that. So I had a, a different stages of my life. You know, I never had a whole lot of friends, but I had different stages of my life in the hood. Now, this guy wasn't saying all that, but he was making a point. I wish I would have seen a whole interview uh, from him. I forgot his name. I wish I would have seen a whole interview. But my desire and my passion to get out of my environment without blaming nobody started pretty middle age for me, far as mid-teens and stuff like that. It was just mentally, I wanted to always be my own boss. I wanted to do things. I cut grass. I, I often had that desire to do better. I was brought up better. I was, you know, so I, even though I didn't finish school, I barely finished elementary school, let alone uh, high school. And, but I always had that desire to do better. You know, to do better and stuff like that, you know. So. The thing with me, though, it was nothing stopping me. And I know a lot of people got other reasons why they can't just leave the hood. But for me, uh, it was not nothing really stopping me. And my 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 den homies and the friends I hung out with, they never talked me down of not doing it. They was mo- my main, the mo- main, the, uh, the majority of the, uh, the friends I hung with was always encouraging. They wasn't holding me back. So that helped me, too. They they was encouraging, you know, when it came to jobs and stuff like that. So my situation was different and everything, but I, I often had that desire to move on from game banging and all that stuff. Then later on, drinking came and, you know, was I just I just got burnt out, man. I just I just got tired of just living that way. I, I wanted to do something better now for you or somebody else. The question I'm going to ask today with that little interview, when is it ever the time to get out of the hood or is it OK to leave the hood? And the answer to that is yes. A bit time. Yes, it's OK. See, you're not obligated to your neighborhood. You're not obligated to your homies. You're not obligated to that. Now, it might be some situations that you caught up in things. I understand that. But there's always a door that's going to be left open that you can move on. You can change the way you do. You can even change the way you talk. You can even work on the way you walk, especially today for the young people. See? Now, if you were in your 50s and 60s and still doing the same thing, that's almost close to, I ain't going to say impossible, because that's like engraved in you now. You know, that type of style, that type of walk, that that, that type of lingo, because of that culture upbringing. I don't mean you're bad and doing bad things like you used to. So...